0: What's going on, guys? Welcome here to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and here we are back again to recap episode six of Survivor Michigan Wolverine Wars. And here with me, as always, to recap this insanity that is Survivor Michigan, Dustin King.
1: Hello, everybody. Ian, Faceman, Catan. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so we, we got to. Uh, uh, at first, we want to appreciate everybody who's been listening because our podcast has reached 1,000 total plays. So.
1: Yay! Woo! Woo, <laughs> um, Yeah, for real, though. I mean, like, at least 30 of those is probably me and Josh. But beyond <laughs> that, you know, we appreciate. I say thirty, definitely a lot more than that. But we're we're not going to talk about that too much. <laughs> Listen, um, but for real though, thank you to everybody who consistently listens. It means a lot. It's uh, fun doing it, and it makes it even funner knowing that people are actually listening. So,
0: yeah, I know. I think uh, when uh, we first started, and I was like, when we even got a hundred plays, I was like, holy crap, like. You know, I'm surprised, and then slowly but surely over time, over this almost year and a half now, you know, we've done 42 episodes, and this this is episode 43, and uh, I was like, can we even get like a thousand total plays, and you know, here we are, we got over a thousand plays at this point, so.
1: yeah, appreciate you, 21 people who consistently listen. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, it don't matter. It don't matter. We got yep. to 1,000.
0: We got to start somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's get into this this episode because, uh, yeah, it was a doozy for sure. Um,
1: Finally, actual gameplay happened. It was crazy. <laughs> That's
0: exactly what I was thinking. <clears throat> After I watched it, I was like, Dustin, he's, uh, he's like... Yes, finally, finally, I guarantee you. That's Something.
1: <laughs> I mean, granted, we had been going home, uh, and that was a little bit, but the wrong play got made that episode anyway, so even then, I'm still going, uh, but finally, somebody is actually thinking. I'm just so happy.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's, let's get into this episode, and, and it starts out after the Tribal Council We see Jack. He's devastated that Camilla's gone, and that was his ride or die from day one. Now she's gone. We see Jack and Dale, or I should I say Swag Dad, because that's what he called himself. I was like, who is he? Swag Daddy? Swag Dad? Uh,
1: Well, I mean, he didn't have the shades and the wig on, so, I mean, he was just Dale at that point. (laughs) He hadn't entered his alter ego.
0: Yeah, they were happy. Like everything went out just like it was supposed to. Uh, Megan, she's calling Jack, and she's crying. Like, oh, I, I, feel like it's my, my, like my fault that she's gone. And I was like, yeah, it kind of is.
1: A little bit, a <laughs> little like, bit.
0: You should feel guilty a little bit.
1: <laughs> just a wee bit.
0: <laughs> but we start. We uh, go back to the new El Norte, and we see Shannon. She's I, actually, I'm tired of Shannon. She's meeting up with Eliza, and she's talking with. I wish Shannon
1: would have went home this episode, <laughs> honestly.
0: <laughs> so Shannon's talking with Eliza, and she, she, she's talking about this women's alliance. Well, we, she's already got Ivy and Cat and that Warrior Girls Alliance, and she wants Eliza in with it so that when they merge, they got four women strong. So um, we'll see if that pan well. Obviously, that don't pan out. <laughs> but uh. Uh,
1: spoilers, Josh. Spoilers.
0: <laughs> so, and then uh, we go to. Uh, apparently, Dale gave Eliza a ride, and during that ride, Dale catches Eliza in a lie about because i think
1: it <laughs> was like i didn't even mean to do it <laughs> i accidentally called her out on her crap <laughs> i i'm just i'm just straight truth like that that's what Dell is like <laughs> he just accidentally calls people out
0: yeah I, i'm trying to like because it was hard to kind of follow exactly what happened but apparently i think Dale was like oh did you hear about matthew talking with jack and she was like oh yeah uh, i hadn't really talked to him about it or anything have have y'all talked to him and then, um, Dan was like, well, uh, Katie was telling me that, um, that, uh, you and him talked about it already or something. Yeah. And so and it, she was but like, it
1: wasn't, it wasn't confrontational uh, yeah. from the way that he made it sound. He was just like, accidentally let it slip. Like <laughs> he was too focused on driving to really be worried about what was coming out of his mouth. It seems like, which yeah. is fine. I mean, if you're driving, you definitely don't want to die. So.
0: <laughs> and then apparently Eliza's over there, like, oh crap! I just stuck my foot in my mouth. Like he knows I just lied to him about talking with Matthew about uh, us talking with Jack. So, um, so she's freaking out. And then um, Dale, yeah, Dale said it was Katie that told him Eliza was talking with Jack too. And it was actually because um, Dale found out from Jackson. But he didn't rat at Jackson, Jackson saying, like, oh, well, Jackson told me that you were that you and Matthew were both talking to Jack. And I thought that was a very smart move by Dale by saying it was that he heard from Katie, but he didn't hear from Katie. He just heard from Jackson. So I, I thought it was cool that he wasn't throwing his own partner under the bus because then Aliza would be like, why the hell's Jackson throwing me under the bus? To, to dale like that so and then that way she thinks oh well i guess well of course katie's gonna try to throw people under the bus so
1: yeah I, th- I was definitely a smart move but i'm glad that while he was driving he had enough sense to think that through at least
0: yeah and because dale told her that he learned it from katie Jack's like, or uh, Lisa's like, why the hell is Jack telling everybody on his tribe? Like, he didn't even tell Katie. He told Megan, and Megan was the one that leaked it. But she was thinking, oh, well, Jack's telling everybody he told Katie, and Katie's telling Dale about it. And, like, and then she's mad at him. Like, I don't even want to work with him anymore because he's already telling lies, and he can't keep his mouth shut. So now he's sinking my game. So, um, and which Meg have a part in what happens later on
1: well listen dale is just the beast okay i'm still (laughs) he's he's got to win if he doesn't this season is automatic zero period zero out of (laughs) ten so no redemption
0: so this is where elisa's like well screw jack he's you know tanking my game because he's telling everybody on his tribe about me and matthew trying to work with him and that's putting me in a bad position so um yeah, and then we see, we go to the El Norte tribe, and we see Shannon's trying to work with Jack, and, um... I don't...
1: Uh, 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 Shannon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she she describes Jack as a croissant.
1: I don't... I don't He's light, want, fluffy. I really don't want to give <laughs> Shannon any more air time, but... Whenever we get to the main part of the episode where the actual gameplay and stuff is taking place, I'm going to complain and complain and complain about Shannon. Um, (laughs) So until then, I'm just going to let you talk about her.
0: Yeah, so she describes Jack. He's a croissant. He's light. He's fluffy. He's funny. You know, I would consider him to be almost the funniest person here, but um, actually it's me. I'm the funniest person. I was just like... Really?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, she she got that part about Jack being funnier than Jackson. That's that part. Was, uh, like no. that that part was true. Like at least, like she didn't say that directly, but she was inferring it. So that's that's definitely the the most agreeable thing that she's kind of said, but not really say, said. Except she's not the funniest.
0: Yeah, and then we see Jack. Not
1: a, not at all. Like far from <laughs> like millions of miles away from even the start line of the funny.
0: Well, here's the you can't be the funny person and the villain. I don't think you either uh, have to be all oh, the funny person, or uh, and she wants to be like the villain uh, villain. But you
1: got people like Tyson.
0: Yeah. But I think the type of villain she wants to be, I don't think you can be that type of villain and be like "Oh, the funny person. I don't
1: think people who come into the game wanting to be the villain are ever going to be the villains. Like, I think there's an inherent trait of your personality that comes out that just makes you the villain. Like, I think uh, Dale is probably a lot closer to being the villain of the season than uh, uh, Shannon is. Shannon... No, no. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. (laughs) I'm going to save it. Because it's coming. But I'm going to save it. So, Jack,
0: uh, he's talking with Shannon. He's throwing Nate under the bus. He's like, hey, Nate, guess what? Nate hates Cat. And he called her the cheating C-word.
1: Nate is freaking stupid. Does he not know how to play this game at this point? Like, who are you going to work with, Nate? Nate? You, you already got, potentially, almost voted out by Jack and Megan. So that only leaves the three new people. So suck it up and swallow your crap and work with the people to get further in the game. Or are you just going to be stupid the whole time? That I'm... Shannon and Nate have pissed are you me off. you Jack or are you talking about Nate? Nate not working... Nate saying he hates Cat and doesn't want to work with her... Uh, but like, where where else are you gonna go, Nate? Who else do you have to work with? Nobody. So get over yourself. Swallow your pride. And
0: <sighs> Is Nate thinking that he's still with like Jack and them, or I
1: don't know what he. Yeah, he it, shouldn't. He shouldn't think that
0: because they just about bought they they, right?
1: they were gonna vote him out until they were gonna get rid of Ben. So uh, like Nate and Shannon, this episode, I just want them gone because they suck. They, they, I don't know. I think they're playing the worst game, period. And it makes me sad to see them play.
0: Well, what do you think about this play of Jack trying to throw Nate under the bus? Is Was that a smart move for him? Because that's potentially one of his people.
1: I, they should know at this point that Nate doesn't want to work with Jack. So it, I think it's... It's something. I don't know that it's going to work for him. It may, because Nate seems to be full of himself.
0: Do you think Shannon's going to end up working with Jack and Megan?
1: It depends. If the merge happens next episode, which I really hope it doesn't, because, again, I need things to be different, at least a little bit. Put it off one more week, please, Survivor Michigan. Um. I think if merges next week, she probably does end up working with them. But I think if if they stay two separate tribes and they lose the next challenge, I think um, she stays with Tokidoki people.
0: Yeah, uh, about the merge, it, I know at the tribal council and stuff... Cooper was really saying, like, oh, y'all are really anticipating on the merge coming at 10. Uh, uh, um, he's like,
1: please well,
0: what happens not. if y'all don't merge? Because y'all are all making plans for the merge next, you know, next week. And so it almost has me thinking, like, why was he asking that? Maybe it is, like, faking people out, making them think, like, oh, there is a merge, and then there really isn't, and then maybe merge at please. 9. Please, please. So, i don't know i can see it going both ways i can see it just being a merge or it being like nope we're not merging now so this was a funny part of the episode here because dale dale he's like oh man i i need we need old toki doki to come together we need some fun time to get together and strategize i know the perfect place to take everybody
1: bro sliders white castle sliders suck period <laughs> it doesn't matter where they're from
0: you don't even like crystal sliders no
1: God no why would I go out of my way to eat a little slider thing when I can just go get a full-on hamburger somewhere <laughs> tell me please tell me why why would I do that
0: yeah um so this is basically no, token- you
1: can ask for my question what? why would I go out of my way to eat little sliders when I could just get a full-on hamburger who thought this was a good idea? I don't know. Explain I, the appeal to me. I make it, it make sense, Josh. Just
0: personal preference. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm okay with the, the crystal sliders, but i never had White Castle before, so I don't. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't go out of my way to go to crystals to I, eat sliders or I, anything. And so,
1: I can understand them being like a food of just like opportunity. But people, I mean, and all the shade to Dell, I guess, but people who are like, I really want sliders Uh, and go out of their way to get them, they're weird, period. I don't uh, know what's wrong with them.
0: Apparently, it's the place to go when you're high and you're munching. Like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle.
1: They were Um, all about
0: White Castle.
1: Well, (laughs) I don't don't get high, so maybe that's the issue.
0: Maybe so. Maybe that's why Uh,
1: uh, White Castle is
0: that's who they cater to i guess
1: i'm not a stoner (laughs) actually i work with people who are in recovery so i would be very hypocritical of me
0: okay so Dale he's talking about oh i took the kitties to to the white castle i loaded them up in the van and we all got there and jackson 15 minute
1: uh, drive away
0: yeah and they made it sound like oh that was so far away i was like 15 minutes around here ain't nothing
1: yeah, no, it's really not. It's not. Uh, let's see, fifteen minutes from here, where would I be going if I was if I was driving fifteen minutes? Uh, I mean, granted, there's nowhere like here uh, that's like that far away. But if I'm in Blackshear and I'm wanting to go to Waycross to get some food, like that's not that big of a deal of a ride for me. So, but granted, they may already be living in a place where they're just
0: yeah, a that's plethora
1: what I'm, of already food. That's what I'm thinking food the University items.
0: of Michigan must be like, they must have everything right there so they can just like yeah. walk five minutes and get to something. I don't know.
1: They, they've never lived in rural Georgia, so that's yeah. their issue.
0: So, um, yeah, everybody pretty much hated it. <laughs> Jackson hated it, Matthew. Aliza, they all hated it. They were like, what the heck are these things? Cat, she was fussing about, like, the onions on it. And it was just like, Aliza was worried about getting food poisoning. So. I am
1: I'm right there with Cat uh, on that. Onions suck. And then I also understand whenever they don't put it on there and it still tastes like onions. But, uh, probably, I want to I theorize on what happened with that. I feel like she took it back, and they were like, "Oh crap, didn't mean to put onions on it." So they took the food, probably went back there and scraped the onions off. Yeah. And just That's gave her right. gave her the same sliders, so it was still kind of like seasoned with onions or something.
0: <laughs> so and then they all right. So this was right before the immunity challenge, and so the whole it. they get together. Okay, what are we gonna do? Which side's going to throw the challenge? And so they all agree that, like, we have to get rid of Jack or Nate before the merge. And so El Norte, you're going to have to throw the challenge so we can get rid of those two because we don't want them to be at the merge because they, in their mind, they think Jack has an idol. And Dale, he thinks, oh, well, you know, Jack found two hidden immunity idols in his season. So he thinks he's got the El Norte idol. Jack has to have it, so in his mind, he's like, "We got to either flush to idle or get Jack just out of here." So that's why they want El Norte to throw the yeah, next. Yeah, I. Charge.
1: I still don't like the inner tribal stuff. <laughs> I don't like. I realize it's a reality, and I'm dealing with it, but. It really does like bring the quality of the show down for me.
0: I feel like it makes it more interesting.
1: I think it it seems like it could make it more interesting, but what it actually makes it is more confusing. That's what I think.
0: (laughs) I mean, I can. It's
1: so much more to have to keep up with.
0: So, uh, what do you think of their plan of getting rid of el norte because i feel i've been getting or making el norte throw the challenge because i thought like that's kind of sketchy because uh that's a three well i guess because they really think nate's gonna flip with them um for on um, with their girls and then have nate with them but
1: apparently with nate hating cat that's not a given
0: all uh, right, So we, we do get to the immunity challenge. Oh, and in, in that meeting, Jackson makes it a point to say, if there's a puzzle, make sure one of you guys is on that puzzle, because then that way you can just not complete it and just like just fumble around with it and act like you just can't solve it. Because uh, that will play a, a role here in the challenge. And so we get to the immunity challenge and Cooper He's up there. You see them all meet up in the hallway. You got the two tribes, and Cooper's going through, and he's explaining the challenge. He's like, oh, well, we got three stages. The first stage, you have uh, a caller and someone that's blindfolded to go out and collect cards. You got to collect five cards. Once you collect all five, then you move move on to stage two, which you have two people that are throwing four balls up these like flight of stairs into a bucket. And then as soon as you make those four balls, then you have your last person on your tribe solve a slide puzzle. And then whoever solves a slide puzzle first wins immunity. And during that whole time of Cooper uh, explaining the challenge, this was like one of the most funniest things. I watched it like over and over. The whole time, Nate's over there like, like... making this like weird face like he's just seen a ghost he has his hands up to his face it's almost like uh in home alone when kevin McAllister is puts on the aftershave and he like ah he almost like had that like look like he just like seen a ghost or something it was so funny because everybody else is sitting there just like chill listening to cooper and it's not like cooper cooper's uh saying like a huge twist or making like a huge announcement or anything but he's over there like like has like a huge shock face on and I thought it was so hilarious because everybody else is just calm listening to Cooper and he's over there like it was just so funny to me
1: it was all right all right it was all right I I mean like you kind of you kind of spoiled it for me because I happened to get on Twitter before I actually watched it and you had posted something about it (laughs) so it wasn't like it was a surprise to me yeah, so, even
0: if it wasn't that should have been
1: funny uh, 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 no <laughs> hey listen I'm glad you found joy in it Josh I am as your friend I'm happy for you but I didn't find the same kind of joy like this is this is me you know doing what uh, Aliza and Jackson should have did when they were watching that cool mint bitch video and she's just like hey uh, I'm not really enjoying this. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> so instead of just like pretending, you know, I'm being a real friend for you. Okay. That's what this is.
0: Well, at least six other people thought it was hilarious along with me.
1: So uh, whatever. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. If people have different, you know, humor, <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, But they, they can also be wrong.
0: But yeah, if you hadn't seen it or didn't know about it, you should go check it out. Anyways, we go, and this was what I thought was weird like Jack couldn't make the challenge, so then it, because he was on El Norte, there's six over there, five on, um, on Toki Doki. So now right. it made it even where there was 5 5 because Jack couldn't be there for some reason. I
1: wonder what
0: happened. We go into the immunity challenge. The stage is set. El Norte. El Norte. Yeah, I was about to. Yep. El Norte. The, the
1: El North Nerte. Campus.
0: <laughs> El, the, yeah, North Campus nerds. But, um. Oh, so- goodness. The stage is set. B-
1: well, before we move on, before we move on, uh, did you see Matthew's shirt in this episode? It was like King of the North or something. I was like, why are you wearing that shirt? I mean, I'm pretty sure um, it had Oh, and it had, uh, I think it was like a football. Tom Brady re- was Yeah, a football-related shirt. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, it'd make a whole lot more sense if you were was on El Norte to have that shirt on. Anyways. Oh, just, yeah, that's right,
0: because North. Yeah anyways so we go and we have stage one we have the it was the the caller and the blindfold and for Toki Doki, we have dale as the caller and aliza was the blindfold um person trying to get the cards and on el norte we had megan as the caller and shannon as the blindfold person so they went through i think dale and them got there first i think just barely but
1: i don't think it's just barely
0: they, well, they might have got a good lead on then.
1: Yeah. I think, so, I thought overall the challenge was fun to watch. Um, I think I would have preferred it if they would have, like, once the one tribe finishes the challenge, like, they pause. And then, like, they start a stopwatch or something to see how long it takes the other tribe. Just so Cooper can be at both of the challenges at the same time whereas like um, Doki finished first and then he went to the next one and, while um, El Norte was still in the other room and so like they were showing El, El Norte and it was like Cooper was way off yeah uh and it's Matthew and Jackson throwing the balls for <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was hard. it was hard to hear uh, Cooper's commentary because they were all hollering to call- for the blindfold, and then in the hallway it was like echoing too. So, mm-hmm. but uh, it, you gotta think about it was winter there too. So they, I guess, their challenge they kind of had to do inside.
1: I, I get it, I get it. I'm just saying, like, I would have preferred it if Cooper would have like stayed at the other challenge and gave more commentary on the other one instead of just move on. And so I was just like, I think I would have preferred they'd like did a stopwatch and then they moved on to the next portion of the challenge and then let the team who finished first start and then like count down to kind of like simulate them having to wait or moving from one challenge to the next.
0: Just a thought is all. Yeah. I don't know how that would work, but...
1: I think it would work fine.
0: Stage two, we got Toki Doki. We got Jackson and Matthew throwing for the... Throwing the tennis balls in the bucket. Then we got El Norte. We got Ivy and Cat throwing the balls into the bucket. And so we got... Matthew was starting out throwing the...
1: Yeah, Matthew sucked. Yeah. He could not get that (laughs) ball in that hole for nothing. Yeah.
0: But then, as soon as they switched, you got the all-star, oh Jackson, God. just bam, 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 back to back to back, three in a row. Like,
1: I'm really, I am starting to come around to Jackson <laughs> being a good player. I think he, like, he's starting to grow on me. But this Stan crap that you got going on for him, <laughs> I don't understand he's it. He's a good old Georgia Please boy. Just not. like... Anyways, uh, I, like, I'm trying to appreciate Jackson, and but but
0: um el norte is uh, with ivy and cat they're missing them left and right because they're doing what they're supposed to do kind of like throw the challenge so and you can even see where ivy's throwing back the balls to cat she's kind of just throwing them where cat couldn't get them and they would bounce around so she'd have to run around to try to get the ball and stuff so but then we get to stage three And this is where they screwed up. We have Katie for Tokidoki, and then we have Nate for El Norte. So they put Nate, someone who's not in the original Tokidoki, on the puzzle, and Nate is, you know, the puzzle king kind of like what dale dale was hilarious in his confessional when he was like i guess nate's like the puzzle king is just like like a little <laughs> he made like a look like a little rat or something oh. he's like just put the puzzle together and nate wow he whipped that puzzle together in no time and el norte wins so their whole plan of throwing the challenge back
1: yeah okay so a little more context uh, Nate and Matt, not Nate, uh, Jackson and Matthew finished that challenge probably, a, I would wager at least a good two to five minutes before Tokidoki or El Norte did, um, so they had plenty of time to get that puzzle done before they even got there, so I don't think uh, the the blame where weight should be placed squarely on... The Doki three that are on New Norte. Oh, uh, I think so. Uh, no, not it's, at all. It's a not slam at all. dunk. Not Put at
0: somebody all. on the puzzle. How, okay, it's
1: li- how, how, Okay, so if if he comes right out the gate and is like, "Hey, I want I want the puzzle," like before anybody else can say anything, you're just going to force your way, and uh, it doesn't look stupid, suspicious. That would give me more reason to not. And that I'm willing to put money on the Nate probably as soon as he heard Puzzle was like, hey, that's me. So what what are they supposed to do in that situation? They literally sat Aaron through balls and missed and missed and missed for at least, I would say, a good five minutes. And then Katie gets to the puzzle and everybody and their mama is in her ear. Like, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Just a whole crap storm going on, instead of just letting her, like, focus on the puzzle and doing it herself. So, they basically had all five of their members working on this puzzle, uh, and they couldn't figure it out. So, no, not at all. I cannot, I am not behind that at all. I cannot, mm
0: I get them like, cause I guarantee you, it was like what you said. Nate was like, "Oh, me on the puzzle," and that's you know, and then they're like, "Well, well, now I can't," no, but maybe they should have been more. But like you said, it would have looked really suspicious. But like, what was he gonna do if they were really did put up a fight and said, "Hey," but. I don't know. I mean, if they were able to get one of their people on there, it would have been a hundred percent foolproof that they would have thrown the challenge instead of leaving Shoot, it out. They
1: could have just kept missing the balls. Like you didn't need to even get to the puzzle. Like just pretend that you suck. Yeah. I nah. Nah. I can't I can't get behind it. I know they had a plan and plans don't always work, but they gave you enough a lead that you should have been able to have that puzzle solved. <laughs> get out of here without I'm not putting up with that.
0: So, Dale, Jackson, <laughs> Aliza, and Matthew, they're all pissed because El Norte didn't throw the challenge. And, you know, Kat and Ivy, they're walking home from the challenge and they're like, holy crap, we should not be having this idol right now. Uh, you know, it our plans to throw it didn't pan out and they were worried that the other ones were going to be mad at them for not throwing the challenge, which they were, but not much they can do about it now.
1: mm It was at that point where I think Kat and Ivy, like, started a tangent into wanting to be YouTubers. Uh, hey guys, we're vlogging. Uh, I don't know. At what point did uh, Kat start, like, putting the idol back together after she broke it? I don't remember.
0: I don't know. Uh, I think she done broke the...
1: Broke
0: like it one Broken or book bag or something. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, uh, and then Ivy was saying, oh, how people people that are good at slide puzzles got to be psychopaths. And uh he <laughs> was like, you hear, you heard it here first. Nate's a psychopath because he's good at puzzles.
1: Um, I thought Ivy and Nate were supposed to be close.
0: I thought so too, but maybe they're still wrapped up in. Um, well, I mean, maybe she has to save face. Um, with cat about it but i don't know i thought cat knew that nate and
1: ivy were but i don't know anyways, I feel like ivy could be doing more and she's not here. and then
0: we we see we go to el norte and we see jack is talking about how man i'm in this bad position but i'm not out of the game i can make it i just you know i'm not dead yet and um We see Megan. She's talking.
1: (laughs) I hate hate when people say stuff like, don't ever count me out the game. (laughs) I'm sorry. You were talking about Jack and I remembered you said that.
0: Yeah. And then, and Megan, she's talking to Shannon and Megan, she's, she's like, well, I can't be talking such nice things about Jack because then it really throws suspicions or puts me in a bad position when, with people. And, uh, so she's like, oh, well, you know, Jack, she tells Shannon about, oh, yeah, Matthew, they've all been working together. They're talking with each other that you need to be worried about this whole, you know, uh, uh, returnee alliance. So she's throwing Jack more under the bus to even more people than she already has already.
1: This is very smart. Very smart on Megan's part. Uh, I don't think she's going to come out the end with any kind of real alliance going on because of it. But um I can get where she's coming from. Also, Megan was wearing a Down t-shirt, so shout out to Megan for that. Great taste of music.
0: Uh, w- one thing I was thinking, like, maybe, you know, she's playing this kind of almost rat game where she's ratting people out, but, she, you know, maybe the joke is on us. Maybe she is going to get, maybe this, that's the t- kind of the kind of game that's going to get her to the end. But will people really respect that in the end that, oh, she just got far because she's thrown so many people under the bus?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't.
0: But I I think it might work for her, though. I think it might get her towards the
1: end. And if I would, I would respect it more if I thought that's what she was actually attempting to do. I think if that happens, it's because it just kind of happened. And nothing. There's nothing that's been shown, at least, that makes me think that if her plan is to be the rat the whole season, that um, she did it purposefully.
0: Yeah, and and so now we go to the Toki Doki, the tribe that's going to the tribal council, and we see that oh well, um, the original Toki Dokies. Are, are worried. Jackson and Dell in particular are worried now because they're going to be down to four people and the new El Norte's still got six people on their tribe. And so Jackson, and I thought this was pretty smart because he's like, well, we're really banking. Like if we do merge at 10, we are really banking on these old dokies coming back to us. But why would they? Why would they? Because we're all big threats here why wouldn't they want to stick with Nate or or um, Megan or somebody like that, people who they can easily win against instead of just staying together and voting out some people like Dale, who's got a huge target, Matthew, or even Jackson himself. So he kind of makes some sense there. Like, why would they? That's a little nerve-wracking that they're just banking on these people coming back to them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a fair thing to, to be worried about. I don't know that I necessarily understand why that rationale led him to think about voting for uh, Eliza. Uh, I mean, if Eliza. He, you, the Eliza, girl. excuse me. Please don't, please don't hate me, Eliza. <laughs> you probably don't listen to this, but just in case. So I I heard on the episode that she hates being called Eliza, yeah. and I was like, all right, Dustin. You're going to do the best you can to not call her that. And, like, I legit thought I was saying it the right way. I was like, okay, I'm about to say it the correct way.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's so hard. I, I Like, I go back and I listen to the podcast, and then I'm like, oh, it's actually Eli- uh, Lisa Dustin. And then, like, half the time I'm calling her Eliza, too. So I'm like, damn <laughs> I look even worse because I'm trying to correct you, and I've been saying it like wrong four or five times, and I'm getting people's names mixed up. So, <laughs> but now we see when, because now Toki Doki are going to Tribal Council. It should be kind of like, oh, well, all four of them just can vote out Katie, and that's how, I mean, it's like a super easy vote. Katie's gone. But Dale's worried that, up oh, Katie, she, she's got an idol. But they're not worried about, oh, Katie found an idol. They're like, no, there ain't no way Katie could find an idol. But Jack has an idol. And for some reason, he might give Katie the idol. And if she does, that's really going to screw one of us over. And so and I think this is one of the key key uh, inf- bits of information here that plays a huge role in how this all pans out in the end is this fear of katie having an idol or playing an idol because you know it could really screw them over if she really does play one
1: yeah so i guess in that sense uh aliza not being honest about having the idol really um backfired on her because which i mean did they really think that katie had the idol
0: yeah, they they didn't think she had it, but she thought they thought that Jack had it, and Jack gave it to her.
1: Mm.
0: That's what it was, and that was one of my. This is one of the biggest questions I had coming out of this because um, I said, should Eliza have told them that she had the El Norte idol, so they wouldn't have been so scared about Katie playing it? Because I felt that like I played a huge role in them flipping and voting her out.
1: Yeah. If that was their rationale, then yeah, she definitely should have told them. I felt like it was more so they were just, they were trying to make a big move.
0: Well, that was another question I had. Did they make that move because they wanted to make a big move and get rid of Aliza? Or did they make that move because they were scared, like oh, crap, if Katie plays the idol, it could be us. So now we're kind of forced to kind of work with her. That way she's not going to you know, vote one of us out and play the idol.
1: Yeah, no, I think if Katie – okay. <clears throat> so I think if Jack had the idol, um, then he would have gave it to Camilla last time to make sure she was for sure safe. Um, and I think if Jack was going to give – uh, anyone to idle it would have been Camilla. Definitely not Katie. There's no reason for them to think, especially knowing that Katie and Ben were working together and then being blindsided, or, uh, that Jack blindsided them. Um, uh, granted, in the moment, it's probably harder to think about that kind of stuff. Um, so maybe, maybe they weren't really thinking about it or something. I don't know. But I think, um if you sit down and think about it logically, there's no way that Katie has the idol. And I feel like they knew that. Uh, I think that Dell and Jackson were smart enough to figure that out. So I really think that it was them trying to make a big play. Um, I could be wrong. I might need to go back and rewatch the episode. Cause I really don't remember too much of the plot line about Katie having, possibly having an idol being scary. um, And I think their point of uh, Eliza making it to merge could be really dangerous because uh, a lot of people on the other tribe really like her. And if she can get those kind of numbers, it will be real difficult to get her out later in the game. So I think they uh, people... It's like what Boston Rob says about... It, the smartest thing would be getting out him at the beginning, but they never do. But they finally did. They finally like got out a real big threat. And so um, I, I really think that they did it for a big move and because it was the smartest thing to do.
0: Yeah, I'm conflicted on it because I came away with it thinking like they made the move out of fear that Katie had the idol. I feel like if they knew that uh, without a doubt, if I felt like if Eliza told them, say, hey, I have the idol, don't be afraid of Katie playing it because that's I have a, it. That's the thing. I feel like Katie would have been voted out.
1: Yeah, but then if that's what they were truly afraid of, all they had to do was make I think they just like needed to kind of befriend uh, what's-her-face Katie a little bit uh, just so that she would have more ill will towards Matt or Aliza than she did with Jackson or Dale. Um, Just so that one of those two would have been the names that she wrote down and not theirs and still throw all their votes on uh, Katie.
0: Yeah, I got got more to say about that when we get to it because, yeah, I think that there were things that they could have done to really hone this down uh, for both – uh, Aliza and Matthew and what Dale and Jackson should have done, the guarantee that they were safe. But we, we see Katie. She has these survivor dreams, which is the title of the episode. And she ha- she now has blonde hair, which I think she looks kind of badass with the blonde hair. And um, so she's like, I had this dream. I'm not giving up. I'm going to you know, fight to stay in this. And so, and I think Katie, if I had to give out an MVP, she, she got it 100% for this episode, in my mind. Um,
1: uh, I would probably give it to Jackson. Um, I think, like, Jackson was the one that initiated the real conversation with Katie. And at least the way it was kind of framed, at least with his confessional going on at the same time as the conversation was happening. He was the one trying to um, get Katie to steer the conversation to possibly voting out Eliza. So, and then honestly, I feel like Dale was kind of scared to make the big move. So I can't give it to him either. So for me, I think <laughs> gotta give it to Jackson.
0: Well, the reason why I say Katie is like she was almost dead to rights. If she didn't give up. She, I think she did exactly what she needed to do. She went out and she, so she starts reaching out to everybody. She's like, well, I ain't hearing from Jackson. I ain't hearing from Dale, and she does hear a little bit from. Um, she does hear from Matthew and Eliza, but um, and then she. So and she does. She makes the right pitch to them, saying how oh Jackson and Dale, they're starting to think that you're a threat. So that you know, you know, I think they might make a move against y'all. So y'all better be. And so I think that's the right kind of pitch she needed to make to them to try to get them to flip. Is to um, is to say, hey Jackson and Dale, they see y'all as threats. They're worried about that returnee alliance. So you know, you need to kind of work with me and we'll vote them out before they get a chance to vote you out. man. And Dale, I mean, Matthew at that point kind of plays along with her and says, oh yeah, you're right. And and so she kind of, and it seems to me that Katie, out of those two pairs on Doki more so wanted to work with Matthew and Elisa. And you know, Matthew reached out and talked to her. But, um, he didn't really stick with it, and that's what kind of screws him over in the end. But, um, anyways, we go back to the El Norte people, Kat, she breaks the idol. And then I thought it was kind of funny how Nate was mad that she always gets the idol. Even in the challenges when she didn't even compete, like that wa- watermelon challenge, she gets the idol. Cooper throws the idol to her. So, <laughs> like, why is she the one that always gets the idol?
1: Why is this is a stupid thing to be mad about? Get over yourself. <laughs> like, what are you, Shannon
0: 2.0? Well, I mean, they have a point. Like, I think the person who does the best should get the thing. It doesn't
1: matter. It's not an individual. And she ends idol. up
0: breaking the idol. Why does she get to keep it if she keeps on breaking it? <laughs> <laughs> and then this is where Shannon... You know, I'll let you vent about Shannon now, because this is where Shannon's like, oh, I actually want to go to tribal, because that way I can either get voted out, or I can get one of these people who I hate hate, get out of the challenge. She makes
1: absolutely no freaking sense, dude. She talks about wanting to be the villain. She does a crap job at that. I don't care... If she's like, oh, Well, the fact that you hate me is proof enough that I'm being a good villain. No, you're being a suck player. That's what you're being, Shannon. You're like in this weird in-between where you, in confessionals, you act like you want to be the villain talk like you want to be the villain and then never actually do anything like you were 100% going to go through the challenge you were going to stick with Doki. that means you were going to continue working with Cap even though you say that you hate her so much and you're tired of Ivy and you think you want to work with um Jack and then you're all on about like not even uh disliking Jackson at some point I think even though at earlier in the season you were like oh Jackson's like double chocolate chip cookie or something. I don't I don't know. Um, so like like you're sitting here saying all these things and you're not you're not doing them and then what you're wanting to do in your head makes absolutely no sense. Like, period. Why would you want to stick with the guy who's going to beat you? Like you've done nothing to really Endear yourself to anybody, in my mind. I don't think anybody really wants to work with you, so you would just be an easy boat out or a goat just to drag along. So you you, you suck. You suck, period. That's that's all I'm going to say.
0: Here's what I think. I think she thinks that talking trash about people makes her the villain. Kat mentions here when she's talking with Ivy, like, oh, I need to take more squirrel pictures for my um, squirrels of, of you, Mish, account on instagram or something so i'm like wait a minute does she have an account on instagram that's called squirrels of university of michigan where she takes pictures of squirrels around campus did you look it up because i thought that was kind of an interesting idea i think that's kind of cool
1: did you look it up
0: i didn't look it up i should have i thought
1: the way that she was talking about it i thought she was like i would like to do that
0: maybe maybe that's the case maybe she doesn't have it and she's like oh i mean there's
1: Been at least a year and a half in between when that was filmed and now, so she possibly could have at this point.
0: (laughs) And so, Katie she comes back to Matthew because they already kind of she reached out to him and Matthew seemed to kind of want to work with her. But then we see a confessional from Matthew and he's like, I don't, I don't, I think I'd rather just stick with uh, Dale and Jackson. I don't see me working with um, Katie. And I think that was it. That's where he screwed up. Because even if you don't want to really work with Katie, you need her to think that you're willing to work with her, so she don't write your freaking name down at tribal council. Both sides should be jumping at Katie and being like, "Oh hell yeah, I'm willing to work with you." Because if she if she thinks that you're willing to work with her, she ain't gonna write your name down. She's gonna write one of the other people's name down. So both sides should be right up her ass. Saying, "Oh, I'm with you. Let's work together," because then she's not gonna write one of your names down.
1: Yeah, and if she has the idol, and then whoever's name she does write down, you know, then if you like really, really kissed up to her, she's not gonna be your name. Also, going back to your point about her them being scared that she had an idol, um, I think the fact that uh, Matthew and Eliza. Both wrote down her name, I think really points to them not really, none of them really being afraid that she had an idol.
0: Well, I don't think Aliza and Matthew were afraid. I think it was more so Dale and Jackson that were afraid of her playing the idol. And that's why I think Aliza should have just, uh, you know, relieved some of their fears by saying, hey, I have the idol, so don't be worried about her playing it.
1: I don't think they were actually worried about it. But, I mean, maybe they were. I don't know.
0: So this is where we see Jackson reaches out because Katie, she's like, well, I'm willing to work with anybody. Hell, I want somebody to work with me. So she's out there talking to everybody trying to get somebody at least to work with her because she don't want to just like get voted out of the game and that be that. That's why I give her props. That's why I'm saying she's the MVP because she's out there fighting to stay in the game. So here comes Jackson. He's like, hey, let's let's get together and talk. So she's like, well, heck, yeah, let's go. I'm anybody willing to work with me. I'll, I'll jump with it. So she's talking with Jackson and Jackson's saying how, "Oh, I'm worried about Matt and Eliza. They might be working with Jack and, you know, if we make it to the merge with them, it would be so easy for them to flip over there and then screw us over. And you know, Katie's like, "Yep, yeah, well you should be afraid because I know they're working together. And that's, and again, Katie's saying all the right things to each of these people to kind of get them on her side to, you know, flip them over and um so katie she's like well jackson seems really receptive into voting one of these returnees out which is exactly what jackson whether or not he's really wanting to work with her that's exactly what he should be doing is making her feel like you know he's willing to work with her and uh so this is when they call dale and dale meets with them and i feel like dale's approach to the whole conversation because he makes a point here he can't just jump in and be like oh yeah i'm willing let's let's jump let's vote out matthew and eliza because then katie's gonna be like why the hell was he so quick to just jump against his people like that and he was kind of just kind of leaning like okay kind of like he like she kind of talked him into it a little bit and so that way she feels a little bit like okay well maybe they really are working with me and so that approach to the whole conversation with Katie, I think Dell really uh, nailed that instead of just jumping in and be like, okay, yep, I'm with you. Because that would really look kind of suspicious to Katie. Like, oh, well, you know. Right. I don't
1: know. Um, I don't know how to feel about that, actually. I think, why? why do you think it would look suspicious that he – automatically would just jump in to uh,
0: because okay, they've been that? working together this whole time it's like any anybody that comes home like I, I think it would make it look like he's just saying like it would make it more obvious like oh he's just telling me what i want to hear is what i'm basically saying like if he just was like oh yeah i'm willing to work with this she would be like uh, it seemed, that was too easy there, so I think he's just telling me what I want to hear and not really wanting to work with me. But with him kind of easing into it like he did, I feel like, okay, well I won like it makes her feel like, oh, I talked him into it.
1: I mean maybe I and I can get that. I don't I don't think being cautious is a bad thing. Um and probably that would be the side that I erred on. I would have erred on as well. Um, but with that said, if you truly have been thinking about it, there's not, I don't think there's much harm in just being like, you know what? Actually, I've also been thinking about this. I think it just, if you're just like, oh yeah, me, I want to do it. Versus, you know, actually, I've been considering this option as well, so I'm glad you brought it up. Um, I think it depends on how you go about it. Like, if you jump at the chance, like if you're, if you're like, um, uh, what is his name? The the rock guy, that or Jeff called him like oh a, JP. Yeah, like if you're like JP and you're just like oh yeah, then uh, they gotta go. <laughs> then like like that, I could um I could understand being causing suspicion. So I don't know, but I mean it's cool. It worked for him.
0: Yeah. And this is where we see the confessional from Katie, where she's like, I'm not just going to wait around because Matthew and Eliza kind of, they just ghost, um, Katie. Uh, and she's like, well, heck, I'm not sitting here waiting to hear back from Matthew or Eliza. I'm going to go with these people who've been actually entertaining what I was trying to say because I feel more comfortable with them because they seem to be more willing to jump with me and vote one of them out than what, you know, Matthew or Eliza throwing out there to me. And so what do you think about, uh, you know, obviously, you know, uh, targeting Eliza over Matthew, that was the right decision.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I
0: obviously. Think so. I think they made the, um, cause both of them were like, well, Matthew would be easier to get out than Eliza Cause Eliza's too well connected and uh, she had an idol, which they didn't know about, but
1: yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I 100% think Eliza was the proper vote out of the two of them. Um, no shade to Matthew, but Elisa just seems a lot more likable than he does. Like, she's definitely the bubbly personality girl who, very smiley, that everybody can get along with easily. So, yeah, definitely the better play.
0: Now we go to Dale. He's like, they're Dale and Jackson, they're like, should we do this or should we not? Should we do this? Should we not? And they're going through. And this is where Dale's going through. And he's like, okay, if we do end up voting out Eliza, we're going to end up pissing off Matthew, obviously, because he's going to get blindsided. We're going to end up pissing Shannon off because Shannon's tight with Eliza, And then we're going to end up pissing off Kat and Ivy, because they think that Toki Doki's together and that we're a team. And then if we vote out one of our own, that just means like, oh well, we're not as tight of a group as what we or we we have been saying. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't think that I mean, I guess it's something to consider, but I really don't feel like Ivy and Cat are going to be that. I don't, I, especially Cat. Cat doesn't strike me as the one to be like, oh. Uh, I'm going to get you back for getting Eliza out or Lisa out. So maybe Ivy, maybe, but I don't, I really don't think so. I think at most Matthew and Shannon will be upset about it. Uh, Also at that point, (coughs) just reiterate it some more, reinforce why, Reinforce it a little bit more. Um, I think the fact that they were considering like going back and forth between Eliza and uh, Katie. Katie at that point in time, I feel like proves that they weren't really afraid of the her playing an idol. Well, of, of Katie playing an idol.
0: I'll give you some bit more imp- uh, more evidence of why I think that they made it out of fear of her playing the idol. Is that Dale has this confessional, and in it, he's, he's, he, he, like, this is why I think that they did it, because Dale really does seem like he was worried about Katie playing the idol. He says, alright, if Katie plays that idol, the only sure way of not going home is to tell her that, is to either one, tell her that you are going to vote her, and tell her not to vote for you, which is a joke. If you're going to tell her, oh, I'm going to vote you out, but just please don't vote me out. Which, that, that's one way. Or, you can tell Katie that you were going to vote with her to vote one of the return other returnees out. Or, and then that way she doesn't vote you.
1: Yeah, but at that point, if you really think that she believes you, then she's probably not going to play the idol. Then you vote, vote her out. And flush the auto out.
0: Yeah. That's... It's a... Either way, it's kind of a big risk, but I think the the, the safest way is to get her to think that you're working with her because then she's going to vote somebody else and it doesn't matter whether, you know, she plays an idol or not if her vote's on somebody else and then you can either vote her out or the other person goes out if she does play the idol and then you're guaranteed safe. So... I
1: think, uh, it was, a, it was a lot of fun watching, um, <laughs> Jackson and Dale hold in their laugh.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then we go to tribal council oh, God. and this is where they, they make the move. Eliza is gone with an idol in her pocket. Oh,
1: a real idol in her pocket.
0: That sucks, because I, I like Eliza. I thought she had a lot of a pen, potential, but I think she screwed... I think both her... I think what where they really screwed up was that they should have entertained Katie and have her thinking that, oh, we're with you 100%. You know, that way, she'll be like, oh, well, I'm with Matt and Eliza. They're willing to jump with me to vote out Dell or Jackson. That way, she would have threw her vote on one of them, and then... They could have either voted out Katie or went
1: with Katie. Because Elisa really doesn't lose anything by doing that. Because, right, she has the El Norte idol. So she knows for sure that um, Katie doesn't. So, yeah, she really should have. Like, never just ignore somebody. And that's what what pisses me off about um, Shannon and Nate. Because they just seem so willing just to be like, F these people. I don't want to them because i don't like them
0: yeah i feel if i had to write some rules of survivor that would be one of my rules is never count out anybody because you never know that one person could be the one person to save your ass or the one person that sends you home and this right here i think is one of those key things if she was more receptive and had her on her side then, you know, Katie either would have went home or they could have made a move against Dale or Jackson.
1: Yeah, and I, in actuality, I think it would have been uh, Katie going home.
0: Do you think that Matthew and Aliza should have made a move against Dale or Jackson?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, I think Jackson and Dale are perceived as real big threats. Um, so I think not making a move against them just yet would have been fine. I think um, they carry enough, like, fear, uh, or people fear them being good players enough that later on they could have easily gotten them out.
0: All right, and here's one of the the biggest questions of this episode. Did Dale and Jackson make the right move? How are they going to move further along in this game? Cause I'm on the fence on whether or not it was the right move. Should they have just, you know, kept the illusion that Toki Doki is all good or.
1: I think if you truly believe that you're going to have a hard time getting Aliza out later, then it's 100% the right move. Um, you have to deal, you have to learn to deal with fallout from each and every, uh, vote out. So it's not like it's something new. um, because I really I think at most Matthew, Megan, and Jack are the only ones who and maybe Shannon? Maybe because I don't see Nate working with Jack or Megan. I don't know. I feel like
0: Do they do do they have enough people
1: actually if I think, they
0: do merge?
1: I do, think I think it may end up fracturing into three different alliances. See, that's
0: what I'm. That's why I'm saying like, is, was it a good move or not? Because, like, they pissed off a lot of people. Matthew's not going to work with them now. Shannon's not going to work with them now.
1: I don't know. I don't. Jack's
0: think- going to be picking up probably Matthew and Shannon. He's got uh, Megan. That's four people. I. I mean, I guess if. The uh, other, to- oh, the old Toki doki does stick together. That's and if they bring in Nate, that's six to their I four, could. so they still have. I think they would still have numbers, so they might be safe.
1: I think. So this is what I think will happen. I think Matt, Matthew, and talks to Shannon about it all, uh, and then Shannon will probably end up teaming back. Teaming up with Jack, maybe. And then obviously they already have Megan. I don't think they can pull in Kat and Ivy into that. Uh, I think Kat and Ivy may end up just being their own thing. And then Nate is just kind of a free agent. And then Jackson and Dale are their own thing. So f- I think... I don't think there's going to be a unified... Alliance bigger than the one that's going to be formed between Matthew, Shannon, Jack, and Megan. But I think the other players will be wary enough of that to at least make moves to get out either Matthew or Jack. So that's, that's how I think. But at the same time, we saw hints of Megan uh, willing to be a dissenter from Jack in this episode. So... It may not even, you know, it may not even be those four.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to see how this all going to shake out. Who's really going to be upset? Maybe Ivy and Kat, they're like, okay, no, I understand why you had to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think, um, I don't think Dale has to worry right now. I think if he can keep his feelers out enough, I mean, he's still got the idol. Um, he can, if he can keep his feelers out enough to be, um, on the inside, as far as information goes, um, then he should be fine. Cause I think he'll know when to play his idol. And then Jackson, I mean, I'm sitting here underestimating just how, you know, much Jackson has Megan under his thumb because like he talked her into like spilling all of her guts about Jack. Well, it
0: doesn't seem like a hard thing to do, though. <laughs> I,
1: I guess not. I guess not. But I, I do think that she's a lot more with uh, Jackson than Jack, honestly. So.
0: Yeah, I think this these next episodes could be pretty interesting to yeah, see they, how they, things are going to shake out.
1: Yeah, I think they have potential to be interesting. Um I think what will make it a lot more fun is if they don't merge next episode. I think it's
0: a possibility. Here's here's why uh, I wait, think...
1: Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me finish what I was saying. Uh, I think what would make it a lot more fun is if they don't merge next episode and New El Norte loses. Uh, and then uh, either Jack or Megan uh, leave. Because then that'll throw a big old wrench into um, any possible plans that Matthew might try to cook up to get rid of Jackson and Dale.
0: Well, yeah, I think at that point, it's just, it'll be a runaway. I think at that point, Dale and Jackson will have enough power and then they they have the majority and they're going to run through it. I, I would like to see there be and some Katie, kind of way I about, where... I was
1: sitting there naming off all the people and I forgot Katie. My bad. Yeah, is My Katie going to be more loyal to
0: Jackson and... Dale now.
1: I think so. Uh, I don't... I think loyal isn't the right word. I feel like it's um, where she feels safest. Um, And if at any point she doesn't feel safe anymore, she'll happily trade up again. Anyways, you were saying before I cut you off.
0: Yeah, I was thinking because... During Tribal Council, Cooper asked, like, oh, you know, what if we don't merge? And and what if y'all lose the next challenge? And Dale was like, oh, no, we're not going to lose. And and it's like, hmm, they purposely put this in, you know, the show. How ironic would it be if they don't merge and they lose the challenge and then those four people have to go to Tribal Council?
1: Yeah, I think Matthew goes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think so. I think because... um, I think he will go because, well, they already blindsided him at this tribal council. There's no, he we he they know that he's going to work with Jack. They've already worked with Katie, so that I feel like they feel like Katie could would work with them more definitely more so than Matthew. So I'll keep Matthew over Katie.
1: Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. I think if they don't merge, it will is what's going is what will help the chaos develop into much more fun to watch.
0: I would like to see, like, if they make it to the merge, I would like to... I don't want it to be where one group has the clear majority and just voting out the minority. I want there to be a possibility for maybe Jack's side to take over Dale and Jackson, but...
1: Which, I mean, I think if they merge right now, Jack has the possibility of being in in the majority
0: who would Jack have
1: Megan Shannon and Matthew and yeah, I mean I think there's a possibility that Megan flips maybe maybe um but then you have Katie um Dale Jackson Kat uh, yeah, Ivy. So no, he he wouldn't. Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, and I still think that Nate is just kind of on his own. Cause. Yeah.
0: Who knows what the heck Kate might do? I mean, Nate might do. Yeah. I don't know if it. it is he going to flip with Ivy and work with her? Or is he just going to stick with Jack and all that? And I'm still not sure if Katie's re- if she would ever go and. F- I don't see why she would though. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out, if there really is going to be a merge. If there's not, uh, I think it's going to be everybody left in the game is going to be shocked. And Aliza, she was shocked. She wasn't shocked. She was pissed when she got voted out, I think, because she really didn't even say nothing.
1: (laughs) Uh -uh. She She was like, was like, let the mystery of who has the El Norte idol haunt them forever
0: yeah <laughs>
1: So uh, speaking of that like we still they still haven't been like showing the clues and stuff that I wonder so I wonder if like people are still picking them up or they're just not doing it as a because there's no more idols in play or to be found at the moment or if like starting next episode we'll start seeing the clues pop up again
0: yeah I don't know I, I don't know cuz i feel like cuz when we talked with adam he said that there was one clue hidden in that puzzle yeah. thing so and th- they might be having clues out there that we just don't know about or yeah, just cuz or they not even have them there and,
1: yeah. or I, it's probably what i feel like it's probably is is they have them and they probably record the stuff about the clues but they already know that the audience should know where both of the idols are so it's like, what's the point?
0: So. All right. So is there anything else from this episode?
1: Um, going forward, I will no longer speak about Shannon unless she's <laughs> getting voted out. So that's that's it. Because well, well, she, she's still a person.
0: Well, so. I don't think she's really made that bad of a move. I feel like her reaching out to Jack, she's covered by Ivy and... Kate, like Kat and all them, thinking that she's working with them, but now she's got an olive branch with Jack where maybe she can work with him. So even if Jack's going to try to target one of them, they're not going to target Shannon because, well, Jack thinks, well, I could possibly work with Shannon. So I don't think Shannon's playing necessarily a bad game. All right. So I guess that will do it for us for this episode of the survivor analyst podcast and we will be back next week recapping episode seven of survivor michigan wolverine wars possibly a merch episode i really
1: hope maybe not not. don't do it don't do it survivor michigan
0: all right so uh be sure to follow us on twitter at analyst podcast and until then we will see you guys next time
1: peace out